Thanks for listening to another episode of the For the Pop podcast. On this episode, we have a Let's Talk About It episode featuring Jackson P. Larkin, a.k.a. C. Wally, a professional wrestler from the Midwest. We have a great conversation, so enjoy. What's popping, guys, gals, non-binary pals? It's your boys, OG Hank 312 and the Incidental Nerd. Back at you this week with a fresh new episode of Let's Talk About It. Brother Nerdo, what's going on, man? How you doing? How you living? How you feeling? What's popping, homie? Uh, I'm doing good, doing well. Um, Happy to be with you. Looking forward to having another uh, wonderful conversation. My man, my man. Uh, This week, uh, like I said, it's it's been a while since we did a Let's Talk About It. Uh, This week, uh, we got... A local Chicago, I'd like to think an up-and-comer. You know, he goes by Jackson P. Larkin. Uh, Maybe one day he's going to go as Cocaine Wallace. We call him a.k.a. C. Wally, you know, to keep it PG, you know. Uh, But we'll talk to him about that. Uh, So I'm going to bring him in. He's in the waiting room. Uh, Brother Nerdo, you ready to go? Ready when you are, man. Let's do it. Let's, uh, Let's admit this man into the room. He should be joining us momentarily. You know, got to make it nice and awkward. Uh, look at <laughs> that. He's already Cocaine Wallace. So he, he he may have already changed the gimmick. I don't know. He's connecting to audio. Let's see. Cocaine Wallace does his business in the streets. He's maybe not, uh, not so technologically savvy. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wallace, are you there? I sure am. There he is. <laughs> What's up, man? Yo, I was eating pizza. My bad, bro. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, how should we address you? Should we address you as uh, Mr. Jackson P. Larkin, Mr. Larkin, Mr. Wallace C. Wally? Cocaine. Hey, yo. <laughs> my name. My name is Cocaine. You know what I'm saying? But no, uh, <laughs> no. Well, and you you know me, man. You know me. You know me as C. Wally the best, probably. You probably go with that the most. That's the most. That's what I feel is most natural to you. So we can go with that. Just call me, just call me whatever, man. I got you, I got you, you know. But, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys have, uh, maybe you guys have seen each other in passing, said hello at shows. I don't know if I've ever, I'm bad at doing the whole, hey, this is blah, you know. But uh, this this is uh, my my brother in podcasting, uh, Noel, but we call him the incidental nerd. And uh, nerd, this is uh, Mr. Uh, Jackson P. Larkin. A.K.A. You know C. Wally. What up, C. Wally? What pleasure up, to meet you, sir. Pleasure, A.K.A. Pleasure. the worst Form, player Form player one introduction. The, the pleasure. The pleasure is mine. Yeah. What's up, Yo, man? You, you looking kind of slim, bro. Yo, so, <laughs> first of all, thank you. Thanks for noticing. What's that? Um, <laughs> what was that? The lighting? <laughs> nah, man. So, um, yeah, man. I started uh, intermittent fasting again okay. recently. And then on top of that, um, something that um, I'm going to start bragging about on the internet. So I unfortunately have tricep tendonitis in both of my triceps. What is that? From, so tricep tendonitis is pretty much, pretty much I'm overworking my triceps. So to give you a visual right here, your tricep, your tendon is right here. Sure. So it really like affects your elbow and the bend. So with that tricep tendonitis, I shouldn't be doing any push or pull exercises. So essentially I can't do any upper body workouts oh, right now. Wow. So with that, I started doing cardio again, start like started doing more running. Honestly, running's the best uh, full body workout you could probably get. So, um, so intermittent fasting, 
combined with cardio with some jumping jacks and some sit-ups. And your boy is down about 15 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, nice. About 15, yeah, nice. You know? I haven't you know? I haven't seen you in about two or three months. And honestly, like I mean, you know, we chat a lot, but uh seeing you right off on camera, I'm like, man, that boy got slim. Yeah, man. I have to hey look, look, man, I just got my uh I just got my new gear. <laughs> Shout okay. out for his gear. Got my new gear. Your boy got to be sexy. <laughs> he going to be seen in the gear. You know what I'm saying? But no, overall, though, I want to be, um, truth be told, like, I'm a pretty athletic guy. And um, because I'm such a, like, everywhere I go, I'm a big man. You know, I don't get the chance to show my athleticism because I don't have to because I'm usually fighting somebody 5'5", five, 5'6", five, 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 mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, I am about 6'2", now dropped down to 245, but 6'2", 250, let's say, you know. Running slim, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So, so, you know, I don't really have to do these, like, over-the-top athletic things, but at the same time, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose that skill. You know what I mean? I don't want to lose the ability to do it. And there's going to be a point in time where, like, I wrestle like a Dak Draper who's, got a couple inches on me and we're about the same size. I got to have more in the bag than just being a powerhouse. You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah. when I, when I have to pull these tricks out of the bag, I, I want it to be flawless, effortless, you know? So yeah. I want to feel good doing it too. You know, my main, my main focus lately has been my win, my stamina, you know, yeah. you always work, on, always work on your weaknesses. And I know that that's always been like something that I always felt like I could get better at. So yeah, all of that happened. That's why I'm slim. <laughs> right well, gotcha, gotcha. well uh, I mean, I, I didn't want to jump right into it, but I, I appreciate that that information. But, uh, you know, I was keeping up with you on the, on the Facebook and the Twitter. Uh, what happened? You you hurt yourself today? How you doing? How you feeling? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, actually, hey, real talk, is this a better – which one's a better angle for you, man? I'm just playing around with the camera the right other now. One. The other one is better. The other one's better? The white all right. There it is. All right, back. Back, back. Just want to make sure I'm I'm good for y'all. You know what I'm saying? You're so, Gucci. so you know, I was just talking to um, I was just talking to my coworkers about this. So I injured myself at the shoot. Um, I was just minding my business. I clocking into work, uh, and I I was looking at Airbnb because I'm going to be traveling soon. Okay. And um, I guess this girl. I work at a hospital. I will not say which hospital, but I work at a hospital. So everybody understands. And um, I was looking at my phone, walking to my department, and then this uh, this nurse got off the elevator with a patient on the cart. And to make a long story short, man, she just ran over my ankle. Oh, with the with the patient on it. So it wasn't just the cart; it was the cart plus a human. So you know, I, me me, I don't worry too much. I'm like, I know what to do. I was gonna compress it, elevate ice, you know, do the thing or whatever. But my uh, my bosses care a lot about me and they were like, you know, yeah, I know. You know, that's one thing I can honestly say. Like I have bosses that they, they care about me. I can cuss on, can I cuss on here? Absolutely. Fantastic. <laughs> so, I mean, have you met me? <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm just trying to make sure I met you, but I met your co-host. You know, I got to make sure everybody's happy with my uh, vocabulary. I so listen, um, you sure okay, as fucking okay, <laughs> Cocaine Wallace asking if he could cuss. How about right. that? Uh, but yeah, so they were like, yo, you need to go get that looked at. And I'm like, I'll be all right. 
man, but they were, they like stressed it. Like you need to go get a look that. So I got to look that, you know, and you know, I'll tell you, you know, I have a contusion, contusion in the foot right now. You know, I'm just going to rest. All you can do about that is rest. Sure, so, sure. Right. Right. Going to rest. Unfortunately, I won't be at the freelance shows this weekend because you know, I can't, I can't tear down. Right. Put, with a contusion in my foot, you know? Right. So fortunately I'm going to miss that show. And, you know, Brian Keith, I love Brian Keith, man. He's become like a really good, really, really good homie over nice. the, over his times in Chicago. And I hate missing any time that he's in Chicago. So that actually does kind of break my heart a little bit, but yeah, got a contusion, just going to rest up. I'm going to be back at it in no time. I got some things to do, man. I got some things to do. I know, People man. to see I know, I know, man. Uh, I'm look, I'm looking forward to see what, uh, what you got coming up in the near future, and uh, you know, I, I mean, I personally would like to dig a little into the past. You know, uh, I know you, uh, I know you've trained quite a few different places. I know you've trained with uh, Freelance Academy. Uh, you yeah. know, tell tell us a little bit about like your starting man. How long you've been doing this? Like how long you've been wrestling? All right. Without, <laughs> without giving too much about, without giving too much personal information away. I initially started training with uh, Steve Boz. Yeah. Um, and in my class with Steve Boz was uh, Matt Nix, Chris Castro, Alex Olson, you know, Craig Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, that's where I met all those guys at. And I trained there briefly. Um, Stop training there. Nothing personal. It was a money issue. Got to take care of home first. You know, always take care of home first. So I, I actually left wrestling for some years after that. Actually, left wrestling for some years to take care of home. Um, and then um, I reached out to Nick's about getting back in touch with Boz, and Nick was like, respectfully, I'd rather send you here. And here was. Uh, Jesus, Bryce, Bryce, Benjamin, whatever you choose to call him. Sure, sure. So I started training with him. And to give you an idea of who was in that class, Pat Monix was in that class. Storm Grayson was in that class. Okay. Um, if you guys, if you're freelance fans, the following, essentially all of the members of the following were in that right. class. Yeah. So I was training with those guys. And again, life, life happened. Uh, had my kids, had my kids. And that's going to be the only thing that really comes before wrestling for me are my, are my beautiful children. That'll be it. Like other than that, it's wrestling all day, every day. And you know, kids, kids got settled in, you know, and I went back to, that's when I went back to the freelance Academy after my, uh, after my first daughter was born, after she turned one, I started, I was like, you know, I gotta be an example for her. You know, I kind of want to be a hero to her, you know? So went back to freelance Academy and, the rest is history, man. I always say, like, Boz, Boz got me started. Sure. I say, Boz got me started. Bryce made me a wrestler. Isaiah made me a very well-polished, pretty wrestler. Okay. You know? So, like, I, I mean, you could have, there's, those are three names, especially in the Chicagoland area in the Midwest that you, you mentioned, and people know those names, and, like, right. they can appreciate that you, you learned under them. Right, right. You know, I'm very, very blessed to work under those guys. And, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking about my time 
as to like, I was like, why haven't I had any matches for so long? Like I knew after Boz, I wasn't completely ready. So I knew that. But after Bryce, I was like, what the fuck, man? Let me get out here. Let me run it. And (laughs) I don't know if you guys, uh, I don't know if you guys talk to Bryce or know Bryce's style or approach on things, but I was talking to him about it. And he was like, why didn't you get booked? I'm like, motherfucker, you didn't tell me I could get booked. And, you know, but you know what though? Like, right. It was, it was a blessing because if I had gone ahead and gotten booked, who knows? I probably would have never run into the freelance academy. Sure. You know what I mean? So, you know, things happen for a reason. So couldn't be happier to have learned under all three of those, all three of those guys. Yeah, they're absolutely not bad uh, people to be learning under. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, man? And then, uh, so what do you got going on now? I know, I know you're, uh, I know you recently were at AWF, was it? AWF, yeah. AWF is my last coming up or what? So my next show, well, now with this uh, foot contusion I got going on right now. So my next show, my next show is at Higher Ground Wrestling. Okay. And, you know, Hank, you're my guy. I'm going to always tell you straight. Like, you know, my next opponent was supposed to be Darren Corbin, Mm. but somebody wants to go to Dallas for WrestleMania. Oh, okay. So... Mm. So I'm pretty much just going to be having an open challenge. I mean, step up to get put down. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing to me. Hold you know? on, hold on. What kind of open challenge, though? Is it the, the you, you know what challenge we'd be talking about? <laughs> no. <it's, laughs> They're not ready for that. You know what's funny? Um, higher ground takes place. <laughs> Feel free to fill uh, Brother Nerd in on the, on the open I, challenge. I'm lost here. Uh, I can. I. I. So. Um, <laughs> so, me, me, Hank, Richard, Tyler. Tyler, who needs to do it. Um, we were talking about. Well, you're pretty much getting a gist of who I am as a person, man. And we. I always throw back to like the most random things that are just that I just used to love for no reason. So, I. I want to bring back. Do you remember Rodney Mac? The name, but but oh, not. Man. Oh Jesus! Was remember. that Tyler? That's what. That's Tyler's like Chase, isn't it? Rodney Mack, Henry. When we talked to Tyler, wasn't oh, he like? No, you, no, you're thinking of. Uh, of course, I can't think of his name right now. Monty Brown. You're thinking of. My Monty bad. Brown my is bad. my uncle. Let me not say that because somebody really thought he was my uncle. He is not really my <laughs> uncle. But I feel. Like I'm related to him, but uh, it's a spiritual brother, uh, unclehood. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But no, my uh, Rodney Mack had Teddy Long as a manager. This was in like the mid 2000s when SmackDown's mid card was god tier. Mm-hmm. You know, so Rodney Mack had the uh, White Boy Challenge, <laughs> <laughs> where he. Where Teddy Long would challenge any white boy to step up to Rodney Mack and get their ass whooped. <laughs> but no, that is, that is not what will be taking place <laughs> at Higher Ground Wrestling Whatever. in St. Paul, Minnesota. However, the demographic says that would be the perfect place. 
Isn't I mean I, I I happen to be of the Caucasian persuasion, but isn't Minnesota where they make white people? <laughs> Look, I can't I can't speak on that, nor will I speak on that. I, I I just I just know what I see as a chocolate wrestler in the Midwest, and I can tell you that there's a lot. There's a lot of vanilla everywhere I go, which ain't a bad thing because hey, look, as long as you enjoy the show and you're not being ignorant, oh. I don't care what I don't care what you are. You could be green with four legs and a penis coming out your forehead. Just enjoy the show and don't touch me with that thing. That <laughs> Henry, you let him see your real your real Shut up. personhood. Shut up, Damn. <laughs> But uh, for higher ground, though, you you've been doing some. Uh, you just had a match recently. You uh, beat Eric uh, Cannon, haven't you? I beat Eric Cannon. Yes, sir. That's uh, that's yes, a, I did. That's a Midwest. So, uh, that's a heavy hitter in the Midwest. The, yes, the sir. In, yes, sir. legendary independent, independent wrestler Eric Cannon. Hell's yeah. yeah! He has fallen. He has fallen to me. The first and... victim of the white boy open challenge. <laughs> Don't you put that on him, Rocky Ricky Bobby? This, Come this, on this, now. This is not a Jackson about that Larkin first. saying those things, y'all. Uh, the thoughts <laughs> and opinions expressed by myself are mine and mine alone. <laughs> Let me talk to Cannon about that first. But, <laughs> no, but <laughs> I'm honestly, honestly, he would probably love it. <laughs> I mean, but, it just goes so well with independent wrestling, honestly. Absolutely. You know, so, um, yeah, so higher ground. And so I want, first thing I want to say is higher ground will always have a key to my heart because higher ground is where I had my first ever wrestling match. Nice. Ever. They gave a kid with nothing an opportunity. Um, shout out to... Cora Jade for that back when back in the day, you know, when you just hop in people's cars, Cora Jade threw it, threw it out there. You know, that was like my little sister at the time, too. So I was like, I'm going. I'm going no matter what. And whether I wrestle or not, I'm going. Just even just to have your back, because it's a I was like, that's a trip. You know, that's a trip. And then you're not gonna make that trip alone. So um, you know, a couple of us went up there. Shout out to shout out to Darius Latrell, one one Mandy Nasty. Not one, one man, man dying. Nasty. Okay. One, one man dynasty. nasty. Depends on where you uh, split up the words. Okay. One mandy nasty. And um, I don't like to shout him out because he's a piece of shit. But Braden Fett was there too. But anyway. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, whenever Higher Ground wants to do something with me, I will do everything in my power to make it work. Nice. Because they give they give me opportunity. They give me a ton of opportunity. They gave me my first match. They gave me a fatal four-way. They gave me they gave me Eric Cannon. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. You know? Darren sure. Corbin. They wanted to give me Darren Corbin. You know, they like they're giving me some some opponents here, yeah, you know? Yeah. Some opponents. So if higher ground wants me, I'm gonna do whatever it takes for them to. That's all. Awesome. You know, you, you do unto others, man. That's uh, that's what I'm about. Do unto yeah. others. So yeah, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm just gonna throw it out there. You know, I want to see. I want to see personally some more uh, Jackson P. Larkin, uh, Cocaine Wallace, C. Wally Moore in Chicago, man. You man, know? so I'm that is my goal. That is my goal this year because I. So every I, unfortunately, and uh, 
unfortunately, anything in the Chicagoland area that I was working, unfortunately, isn't running right now. Sure. Um, so hopefully, hopefully you get a little, uh, you get a little bit more of your addiction in the city. You know what I'm saying? I'm mean, yeah, um, yeah. trying to, trying to get out there, trying to do more in Chicago. I'm very open-minded to wherever I work in Chicago now, because it's very important for me, for the people that love and support me to see what I do. Yeah, good. Like that's what it is, you know. It's great that I get to go. Minnesota treats me like a king. I call myself the king of the north because mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrestle so much above Chicago, right. Wisconsin, right. Minnesota. Depending on well, Iowa's not really above, but I am wrestling. So I'm killing the north everywhere but Chicago. I'm, right. I'm, I'm now Jackson P. Larkin, the king of the north. There you go. Um, and also to speak on that, there's some clown in Canada, Carter Mason, that calls himself the King of the North, and we gonna settle that. Okay. We gonna there settle that. One. What's that? There can only be one. There can only be one. He see, he thinks he's got it because he was on 205 Live for a little bit, but I'm pretty sure you guys don't remember that because when I just told you he was on 205 Live, you guys didn't react. Exactly. Yeah, didn't know. Was Carter that Mason. something that happened? He, he's some he's some small dude from Canada, like no nothing to worry about. Say the name one more time. Carter Carter Mason. Okay. Now don't get me wrong, my man's got my man's got skills, yo. I'm sure. The, the man my man can go, but when you walk around 250 on a regular basis and you walk around 170, don't don't think you can step to me and call yourself a king. Sure. It's that, it's that simple. That's it's that fair. simple. I took a shit bigger than him just the other day, honestly. Like. <laughs> What's he supposed like? What he what he's supposed to do to me? Like 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 I'm from the south side of Chicago, bro. Like he's he's from a province in Canada. I slapped the shit out. A province? Why does that that's sound they, so like insulting? Like you're from that's a what province. they call him. That's what they call him up there, bro. <laughs> I think you got I think you got more beef with him than than you even realize. Because I'm just like looking at looking at here, and apparently he's Canadian cocaine. That's one of yeah. his nicknames. Oh, yeah. He's also he's also a rapper. <laughs> he said, a, Cana- "A Canadian rapper, cute little boy. Yeah, like Aubrey, but you know, <laughs> just weirder." <laughs> Yo, that's pretty wild, man. It's I not- thought the prerequisite to rap in Canada was look like a doofus in a wheelchair first, but <laughs> shots fired, Drake. You heard it here first, dog. Drake, I actually have no beef with you, but. <laughs> It is what it is. There's <laughs> Drake at the Collective 2023. Run it! Run it! <laughs> <laughs> he said, please, let's go. Please. I'm going to come out to worst behavior. <laughs> come out to all the Drake hits. But, I, just, um, I just seen uh, not so long ago on Twitter, you're talking about you want to come out. Uh, you were thinking about, you know, different entrance music. And, uh, of course, as I bring this up, his name escapes me, but he comes out to the Fuji's. Oh, Wes Barkley. Wes Barkley's my guy. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, so between Wes Barkley, between Scott Hall, rest in peace, you know, like it's such a, it's such a strong, it's such a powerful song. And yeah. I don't, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, theme music, you know, you like, you're, like people have the same theme music, depending on where you go, somebody has to give it up, whatever. Sure. Um, but just, I feel like it's part of your presentation. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a big part of your presentation. I mean, that's the first thing that gets people. 
Exactly. And the last thing that I want people to think is, oh, yeah, that's that one Wes Barkley song. And then see me. And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, because there are people out there that actually don't know the Fugees. I'm surprise, just going to let you know right now, for me, I will never, ever hear the Fugees and be like, yeah, that's Wes Barkley's. No, that's I know you wouldn't. Right. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. But there are people that are so that are so ingrained in wrestling that sure, sure. if they hear if they hear the Fugees, they'll probably think Scott Hall, Razor, or Wes Barkley. Yeah, you're I want not, you're to, not wrong. You're right. Not you know? I'm, you're absolutely. And and music is a really powerful thing, too. Um, it's so, so powerful. Yeah, it's absolutely. You can make a, a connection with someone on such a personal level just with a song. Like, you like that song, too? We're instant buddies. Do we just become best friends? Like... Yeah, you know, exactly. It's, it's that important. So, like, what you're talking about is like, yeah, if I'm sitting here and I don't know, I don't fully know a card, and I'm in the crowd and I hear a certain song that a certain wrestler uses, but it turns out to be somebody else. There's an expectation there, and you don't right. want to kind of build that expectation. Exactly. Not even that. Um, see, and it's see that makes me want to do it because I'm such an asshole. Like that makes me want. <laughs> To do it because it's like now you have this expectation. Now it's up to me to be better than what you expected. Sure. But, but I wouldn't. But like I said, like Wes Barkley's been a, been the homie like ever since I met him at Freelance a couple times. Like he's been such a cool dude that I couldn't even imagine. So, yeah, I got some I got some music picked out. Um, you know, for for both the uh, roles that I portray, whether it's Jackson P. Larkin or. Cocaine Wallace, but you know you can't get booked as Cocaine Wallace, so we have to go with a different name. Absolutely, but, but uh, Coca Cola Wallace, man, that's that's PG. Don't you ever disrespect me like that. Bro. <laughs> don't, you <ever. laughs> don't you ever do that again. My apologies. So, so, uh, so tell me who who were some Sorry. early influences for you, like uh, like that you saw on TV growing up, maybe that like you're like yo, yo all right, this so, is, I want to do this shit. Absolutely. So, so this is, you're going to look at me like, shut the fuck up. So uh, when I was growing, when I was growing up, I was a little dude, straight up. Like I was always a little dude. So always watching the cruiserweight division was a big deal to me. Don't get me wrong. Like to this day, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bret Hart, like that's my heart and soul. Right. People, people like Taz and Mike awesome heart and soul. Like, but in my head, like, you know, especially in the nineties, like it was the land of giants, man. So I was like, man, I'm not big like that. So I'm looking at Ray Mysterio, Juventus, Psychosis. Um, I'm even looking at Super Kalo. Like I'm looking at all these, like all these little dudes I'm watching Masato to not, no, not, well, yeah, I'm watching Masato too, but I'm looking at um, Tajiri versus Super Crazy versus Guido. Like I'm studying these cruiserweights this and I'm right doing here. <laughs> yes yes i just oh, yes the, one of the greatest matches of all time i was wondering I was like, what the fuck you point at? but yes <laughs> the, one of the greatest matches of all time absolutely i've watched that match more times than i actually fuck it i've watched that match well over 500 times like i there's always something new um funny enough i got a school session from mr cannon about eddie guerrero um, that I'm going to be using from now on. You'll see it. You'll see. Nice. It. If you don't notice it, I'll tell you what it is later. But you'll okay. see. But anyway, yeah. Nice. Basically, cruiserweights and little guys, and okay. smaller guys like that. And um, 
And you know, it's funny. One day I was watching, we were watching Takeover, me and my friends. We were watching a Takeover. Sure. I think it was Ricochet versus that dude that's canceled now, who we won't, he who shall not be named. There's a lot. Oh, got you, got you, got you. The purple one. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and... Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not the purple poppy. Okay. Hey, shout out to Matt Nix. Hey, yo, Matt Nix, square the fuck up. All right, anyway. Um... <laughs> hey, just interfere in the match this weekend. Fuck it. Just interfere. Yeah, why not? Why not? I'm gonna hobble, hobble my raggedy ass down. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? Exactly, exactly. I'm already fucked up. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm already fucked up. Um, but yeah, we were watching and Ricochet do his thing, and I have a low key hatred for Ricochet. I don't hate him, but I, every time I watch him, I'm just like, man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Fuck you. Because he's so talented. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because of that. And this, my friend and my friend Kevin, like I grew up with him, known him since I was five, and he was watching it with me because he knows I give a shit about this. And he was like, you know, when we were growing up and we were initially training, if you had kept training, you could have been Ricochet. And I was like, oh, <laughs> back to the gym I go. <laughs> Why would you say that? Who hurt you? He knows how to get me, man. You know, you always got that one friend who who doesn't do much or say much, but they know that one little thing will right. just make you go. And he was like, I hate those people. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We were sitting there watching. He was like, what, man? And he's so chill. He was just like, he was like, yeah, man, I remember when that was you. And I was like, <laughs> but yeah. A lot of cruiserweights type stuff. So like, you'll see me do kip ups in my matches. Like, depending on my opponent, like, I I could I, you might see your big boy throw a rana in there or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, working with Bryce, we had to do lucha training. Of course. Um, so I know I got a couple tricks up my sleeve if somebody large want to come my way, and uh, I got to pull some tricks out of the bag. But yeah, a lot of cruiserweights. Um, but to answer your real question, as in what made me want to do it, it's very different from who I was. Um, so the thing about pro wrestling is for me, and I don't want this to get all soppy and shit, but, um, pro wrestling was the bond between me, my father and my grandparents. Okay. We watched it religiously together, um, up to the point when my grandfather passed away in 2019, we would watch at, and like life was going on. So I couldn't watch everything with him, but sure. You know, I was like, I remember the last thing, I think the last thing we watched together was a Raw, was a Monday Night Raw, but, but, you know, he loved it, still real to him, damn it, you know, so, um, so yeah, like, it, like, every time I wrestle, or every time I think about wrestling, it, I feel like I'm closer to both, both my grandparents, like, my grandmother loved, like, Booker T, and I knew my grandmother was a real wrestling fan, because her favorite wrestler was D'Lo Brown for the longest, That's and, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like he, I'm like he's not even top of the card, but my grandmother loved D'Lo Brown. That's awesome. There was nothing, there was nothing you could tell her. It was D'Lo Brown all the way. And I was like, oh, she's got an eye for talent. D'Lo Brown, The Rock, and Booker T were her top three. Amazing. Um, yeah, right. And um, yeah, my <laughs> grandfather, like I said, he's just a super fan. He was just into it. He hates the good. He hates the bad guys. Loves the good guys, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you know. Okay. 
So, so yeah, if, every time I wrestle or every time I do anything with wrestling, like I, I, I feel like they're watching. Love it. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm putting on a show for them. That's so, cool. I mean, what, what better, like, you know, piecing it all together from what you say, I mean, your inspiration in the ring are your kids. You said, you, you know, you want, you want to be like a superhero to them. And then as I, I think something that hits close uh, home for me, at least like, uh, I know my grandmother loves wrestling and uh, still loves it. And I, I still have her, God bless her. She's still around 93 years old. And yeah, still, man, I've seen wrestling. the Pope, man. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Shit. You know, and she loves it. Like, uh, but like what great inspiration for you, you know, like that, that's a driving force. here, And I think that's super powerful, you know, like as long as Absolutely. you keep that in the back of your mind and you use that as your motivation, like, as they say, like in business of what's your why, like if that's your why, that's, that's very strong whys. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a stubborn, I'm a stubborn motherfucker when it comes to wrestling, man. <laughs> and, you know, I got, I can't, you know, I have, I am truly blessed. You know, we always hear these conversations about keeping your circle tight. You can't trust everybody, this, that, and the other, but I have been extremely blessed to have a support system around me in in my friends that I've grown up with, like my, like, cause they know me, my, like they know that I'm so serious about this. Like my, like my one boy drew, I was telling them how much my wrestling boots uh, costs from uh, Zahir. If you guys aren't familiar, he does a lot of boots for AEW. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of boots for Britt Brit Baker, Jade Cargill, like you name it, he's done it. Um, and I was like, yeah, dude, I can't get these boots. And like 20 minutes later, I got like the full amount of the boots in my PayPal account. And he's like, wow, man. you can get these boots. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, and anytime I, anytime I was doing the show in Chicago, my guy, Nick always buys a ticket. My guy, Kevin always buys a, you know, I'm, I, I can't fuck this up. <laughs> like, people have literally invested in me financially and with their time. I have a lot. I feel like I got. I got the. I got the south side on my back, bro. Like I cannot. I cannot let my grandparents down. I let, can't let my daughters down, and I can't let the homies down. Like I'm. I'm the one. I got to be the one. I love that, dude. I, not, I, I love. I love that passion, and uh, and I know that's real. And you know, you're you're coming from a from a genuine place. You know, you you, you know, I, I know you got your characters and whatnot, but uh, you know, I can attest from our Uno nights. Uh, there's plenty of opportunities that you've had to talk shit about people or, but you don't, you, you take the high road and, uh, you know, you know, and, and our Uno night that we play, you know, you know, we, we cut loose a little bit, you know, uh, some people cut a little looser than others, (laughs) but you know, anytime there's been like an alley for you to take it, like, because obviously, you know, a lot of people in the business, you've, you've been there, you, you've been around, you know, the real them, you know, them not putting on characters, yeah Um, so you've you've always taken the higher road when uh even when nobody was watching or listening as they say yeah you know uh i mean i i don't know like it's just me you know what i'm saying like uh there are times where there are times where i am frustrated angry pissed off things like that you know what i mean like you know but me like what what good is it gonna do if i shit on the next man you know what I'm saying? Like that person might have something for me later in life. You never know. Um, and it's not even about that. It's just, uh, like I said, like, if you don't want, like, I don't do, I typically don't do shit that I wouldn't want happening to me. 
Fair. Uh, strong believer in karma. And like when people disrespect, that's why I get so mad when people disrespect me or when people try to like keep me down or anything like that, because I'm like, is this like, am I like, is this how you would want to be treated? And if you're doing this, you deserve to learn like your act, you deserve to suffer for your consequences. But yeah. I'm going to always like, you know, like I'm just going to always be me. And that's just who I am. The same. I don't like I'll roast your ass, but <laughs> I ain't gonna condemn your character unless you absolutely give me a good reason to, and it's for the safety of others, you know. No, that that that's super fair, man. And uh, no, but I appreciate that, man. You didn't have to tell people that I was a uh, true blue. <laughs> uh, you know, man, I, I, I gotta keep it real, if nothing less, you know. But no, let them think I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> Thanks. So, but um, well, fuck that C Waldy guy. You don't want to fuck with cocaine Wallace, boy. He'll fuck you up. You better keep talking to Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But but you know what? I actually uh I want to pivot and I want to talk to Eric because other than wrestling, you know, we're we're uh so give you a little background on our podcast. We're called For the Pop because obviously we do love wrestling, but we like to talk about pop culture. We like to talk Absolutely. about everything. What pops you? So in your Let's daily go. life, what pops you other than wrestling? Like what? What is your shit? Dog. So music, music, and music, anime. Yeah, music and anime would probably be my top two things right now. Um, and just like good company and good conversation. Sure. Um, Right now, and when I say music, you know, everybody's like, oh, like, like, yeah, I, I fuck with hip-hop hard. Like, yeah, I do, but um, I've been really, really diving deep into this uh, this city pop 1980s shit. It's, it's pretty much Japanese pop music. The way I describe it to people, the way I describe it to people is a bunch of people from Japan heard Motown and they flipped that shit. That's amazing. It's fire. <laughs> It's fire, Um Yeah, it's called the genre is called city pop. But if you ask uh, Ewok Desmond, shout out to him. He's been mad helpful for me too. Uh, he calls it that fly Japanese shit. So um, yeah, dude, I've been digging deep into that genre, and I'm in love with it right now. That's just to give people something different other than the typical hip hop and That's so on and so me. forth. I've never heard that. Dog, I'm gonna send you. I'm, I I got you. Don't Bert, worry. Have you heard of this? I, I know you're you're a lot more in tune with. Uh, well, nah, nah. The like, wife is, my, my, yeah. My my wife my wife is uh she loves anime, um and like like seriously, I'll I'll jump in her car, and a CD will be in the car that like it's all straight up stuff from from either like Japan. At anime outros and shit like that. No, oh, not just bro, just like all sorts of like K-pop and and all of that yeah. stuff, and like. I'm in the car with her and she's singing the words and like, she knows what it means because she's looked it up, but right. she's singing this. She's singing in another language and she no, doesn't speak that language. I'm close. I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get there, man. I'm trying to get there. You know, <laughs> like so, I kept, what's up? No, go, go, go ahead. Oh man, every time, there be times where I be I be trying to sing this shit, and I'm like, you know, damn well they could be calling me the N-word, and you just would not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just out here. 
I'm like, they probably just <laughs> they they probably saying like the worst shit I ever heard in my life. Like, but but the but shit is flies. <laughs> like, but it's fly. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like I said, I'm gonna send you some stuff, man. I mean, I feel like everybody's heard. Um, I feel like a good amount of people have heard the song. It's called Plastic Love. It's called Plastic Love by this girl named Maria Takeuchi, I want to say. But um, that's one of them songs that I feel like if I played it, you either heard it before or you heard somebody else play it. But yeah, man, don't worry. I'm going to put you on. Don't worry. That's been that's been the genre for me lately, man. I, 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 I just I just got this uh, this vision in my head. Uh, thinking back to our conversation of uh, a few minutes ago, uh, you coming out to some like banging ass anime soundtrack music. No, no. So, <laughs> yo, so I was just talking to. Uh, <laughs> See, yo, I, was, I was just talking to Danger Mask, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and if anybody, okay, if anybody's wondering, like my dream promotion, I love them all. My dream promotion sure. is New Japan. Sure. I feel like. New Japan would appreciate my wrestling style there. They would appreciate my size there. You know, I'd probably fight Jeff Cobb like weekly. But um, <laughs> there's this song. I said if I went to Japan, I would probably have a gimmick like Swerves. Okay. You know how Swerve used to come out to the Shaka? Shaka Ain't nobody. Right. Hell yeah. <laughs> so there's a song. There's two songs that I've narrowed down for my Jap for my Japan debut. Okay. Um, and, and they're both in that uh city pop genre. One of them's called Midnight Pretenders. By the way, that's a fire ass name for a song. Um, <laughs> and um the other one is called Dangerous Scent. And I'm trying to figure out which route I want to go. But okay. Midnight Pretenders is so smooth that like people would just be like, oh, this is an Oh, okay. Like, I I want that. <laughs> so yeah, I, there's been there's been talks. You know, Danger Mask actually. For those that are curious, if you ever heard his entrance music, his yes. entrance music is actually the outro to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I think the third season or the second season outro. If anybody's curious, yeah, one of those is his entrance music. So yeah. That's a, uh, as much as I, okay, so like Jackson P. Larkin, Cash, Cash to Stampede, whatever you want to call me, so Cocaine Wallace absolutely loathes Danger Mask. Like, I hate that he exists. Sure. But Eric, Eric loves Danger Mask <laughs> so much. Um, How can like you that's, that's my, um, that's like my go-to. That's like one of my go-to guys. Like nice. I, I know, like if I'm taking a long road, if I'm taking a long car trip, I can call Danger Mask. He'll hop in the car. He'll get in on this fly Japanese shit with me. We'll we don't agree on shit, which is what makes the car rides even better. We don't agree on a damn thing. I just I'm gonna put it out there. Danger Mask has Brown's Chicken in his top three fried chicken places of all time, and I will fight. I will fight him. <laughs> if he ever disrespects fried chicken like that again <laughs> top three huh yeah i will say as as an older gentleman um which i am i'm 45 when brown's chicken was more prevalent it, it was different and it was good brown's chicken now straight up trash see <sighs> 
I want to believe. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you because yes. I can say I that mean, all day too. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big man. I'm, I'm a big man. I know food. I know what hey, tastes bro. good. Hey, bro. That, we it, can... it used to be. It used to be. I got a, a cosign because growing up, my old man, his, his uh, former office used to be a North and Cicero. So right there, North Daniel Cicero is still that Brown's chicken. And I remember as a kid, that shit used to be fire. But once then I got older and I was just like, yo, this is trash. So I don't yeah. know when it happened, but you're not wrong. It's, Maybe it's because I was younger like, and didn't know any better. No, it's like Burger King. Burger King was fire when I was a kid. Now they have some gems, but it's not the best. Sure. They got some gems. Oh, that's the other thing I popped for, food. Food, anime, food, anime, music. No, because we could. So you, so you mentioned North Avenue and Cicero. Is that Wal? Is that Walmart still over there? Walmart, yeah, it's a little further down, right, but right before the underpass. Bro, there's an Uncle Remus in that fire in that Walmart. Yeah. That look, I'm a Southside. Before, before I was inside the Walmart, it used to be right next door to my dad's office. Ah, see, so here's the thing: as a Southside, as a Southsider. Harold's over Uncle Remus. Sure. Don't dis- don't disrespect my don't disrespect my part of town. However, I will give credit where credit is due. What's like crazy? I never thought. I never thought. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought in my life that I would eat Walmart chicken, much less Uncle Remus's Walmart. That shit is fire. It is. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hit credit. you. I'm gonna hit you with some Southside shit. Fire chicken. You ever had Chicken Hut? Chicken Hut. Fuck yeah, wait, dude. Wait, wait, wait. Where's Chicken Hut at? Let me let me look it up. See, I used to I used to work on 47th and Central, right? Oh, and- see. I don't go over there because I feel like they wouldn't like me. <laughs> let me tell you, we used to get this stuff all the damn time. Oh, uh, is that okay? That's closer to Curie. Even though Curie's on Pulaski, I know it's a little further west. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. But, I think there's oh. a chicken hut in Evanston now, also. Man, it's it's literally the best fried chicken I've ever had, and like you'll get it in uh in one of those white like a cake box, you know, yeah. like when you buy a cake from a store, the cardboard, yeah. and they line that shit with some some tissue paper, and they throw in. Like fire fries. The fries are they're hot and crispy, Yo. delicious. Right with it with the fried chicken. It's so good. Juicy. Yo, I'm gonna go. Check it out. I gotta find I gotta find the, the location because it is it's the it's the best fried chicken I've ever had. Since we out here putting each other on to the fried chicken game. Yeah. Uh so my suggestion, I've been on um, so I've been even like thinking about like doing like some food blogging like just for fun not for like anything because everybody's blogging everything you know and i was thinking about doing it like by neighborhood and right now i've been killing it in chinatown lately so there's this spot there's this spot on clark street it's called bbq chicken not to be confused with barbecue but bbq chicken it is a korean fried chicken spot and when i tell you that is the crunchiest most the best ah it's one of my favorite restaurants in the city right now. BBQ chicken. Yeah. Get the get the soy garlic chicken. Get the hot and spicy chicken. Mm-hmm. Get the Gangnam style chicken. It's fire, son. I will. I put. I put 
my right leg on him. <laughs> okay, okay. That's fair. No, I put my left leg on him. My right leg damaged right now. I'll give you the good stuff. Super fair. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I, can appreciate, I can appreciate that. Uh, yeah, but I, I think we can all agree that nowadays, church's chicken is trash. Let me stop you. So, let me stop you. So, what are you getting at Church's Chicken? I mean, nowadays I'm getting nothing at Church's Church's Chicken. However, okay. If I, if I would, I'd be getting a, a, a breast and wings. Okay, I can respect that. So, because I felt the same way for a long time. Sure. And I don't know what came over me. Like this was right when COVID hit, like 2020. Sure. Um, I don't know what got into me. But I think it was because I always drive past churches because there's a church pretty close to me. It's in a very questionable part of the city. Like to the point where I like, I remember when I was a kid, people would get stuck up at their churches in the drive-thru. But I remember that as a kid because my mom, like White Castle's across the street from it and people used to get stuck up at that White Castle too. And I think my grandmother got robbed at that White Castle. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> like, so I make it a purpose to not stop there sure sure you know so you know but uh driving past and you know when you see things enough you start to think about it and 2020 is a thing doordash is popping yeah. i'm like well i don't gotta drive over there let me see what's good um so i'll give you this like, all the big pieces of chicken greasy as fuck <laughs> i understand i understand sure wings wings are very passable however their chicken tenders are top fucking notch Word? Okay. top notch and they have like this jalapeno ranch sauce on the side wow. that sounds good that sounds delicious wow and they doing they doing their thing with the crinkle fries like i'm very oh, iffy with my crinkle fries you, you either you either got really good you either got great crinkle fries or bad crinkle fries mm -hmm. there's never really an in-between if you're doing it right you're doing it right white castle is not doing it right for <laughs> Culver's is doing crinkle fries excellent. Culver's is killing it with the crinkle cut fries. Well, but listen, so it's, since, since but so about, it's Yeah. Since we're talking about fries, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to uh give ourselves a, a cheap plug here and say if you haven't listened, go back to listen to last week's episode where we did a fantasy food draft, which we did we did uh eight rounds, five people, and we create creates our ultimate fast food menu. From different items from different places, so that's like, genius. That's genius. Y'all got to do that again with me for a part two. We'll have to. Uh, we'll have to. Oh man! So, but so yeah. my one of my one of my retirement goals, okay. and I already have a patent for it. So if you try to steal it, you can fuck right off because I will sue your raggedy ass. Perfect. All right. So <laughs> can't wait. I want a French fry food truck. French fry food truck? French fry food truck. So I would set it up Chipotle style where you pick what you want, all the toppings and shit that you want. Oh, okay. You start with picking your fries. You want crinkle cut, you want shoestring, you want, you want curly, whatever the fuck. That's your base, right? Then you choose all the toppings that you want on it. Meat is extra. I'll have some exotic shit on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we just really like park outside of, you know, trying to park outside of a sound bar 
with all these drunk motherfuckers at two o'clock in the morning. You know, I park, park outside of a uh, Emporium in Logan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just make oh, some yeah. magic happen. You know, like that's what I want to do. Get a French fry food truck because it's something so simple. Because the moment you hear fries are available, like it's easy, it's easy food, right? Right. I mean, the, very- the great thing the great thing about fries is it soaks up all the alcohol. Exactly. It's easy. They're easy to eat. They're easy to transport. You don't really have to do much with them. You just, and and like, it's something so simple. And then you throw that extra pizzazz on it, make it fire. You're good. Hey, no, uh, we got to discuss something after, uh, after this. this totally recording. different than what we were just talking about. Yeah. Totally unrelated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny you would say that because I had this idea for a poutine truck years ago. Like, so it, that's, a, that's right in that same realm there. And what happened? <laughs> well, it hasn't happened yet. COVID. Oh, you see? <laughs> hey, keep waiting, keep waiting, motherfucker. <laughs> well, listen, in the interest of time, or whoever may listen to this, we'd like to keep it a, a little more condensed for an easy listen. Uh, before we cut you loose, I want to say thank you for uh, coming on, giving us your time, chilling with us for some good laughs. Uh, so... I'm going to say I personally uh, look forward to see what's next for you in your wrestling endeavors and just in general to keep up with you, man. Cause you know, uh, I, I think, I think a uh, person, you're a cool dude. So regardless, you know, uh, we, uh, you, you got at least two fans here. So. Ah, man. Definitely. Thank you both, man. You, uh, you, Hank, you always been good to me yeah, sure. whenever I run into you, man. And I don't ever forget that, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely, Appreciate both of you. Thanks for reaching out to me and having me on, man. Um, you guys are great, man. Thanks for, thanks for this. It's for very sure, uh, sure. means a lot. It's greatly appreciated. Yeah, brother. You want to? You want to bring us home? Absolutely. Uh, so we have been having uh, what we like to call "Let's Talk About It," which, you know, pre-COVID days, sir, you would have come to my home. You would have broke bread with us. Not bread, though. You would add tacos. We used to do this in person and have tacos with people. Yeah. Um, you know, so so let me just put it this way. We owe you some tacos. Bet. It's out there. It's out there. So, But this has been another For the Pop Let's Talk About Wrestling with our buddy C. Wally, Cocaine Wallace. Hold on. And, I, I uh, got to interrupt really quick. Give me your socials. Where can we find you on social media? All right, man. I was getting be... there, brother. Oh, this my bad. Be... I, thought, I, thought <laughs> I jumped the gun. I jumped. It's going to be tough because I am like the worst at social media. Um, Instagram. Instagram. JPL underscore 2531. And I believe my Twitter, you could tell me better than I can, Hank. Uh, I believe my Twitter is the same exact thing. I'll, I'll, and... t- I'll tell you what your Twitter is right now. It's JP underscore Larkin. That's right. Because I couldn't do JPL. That's right. So yeah, Twitter, JP underscore Larkin2531. And if you're into Facebook, you can find me under Jackson P. Larkin Presents. And and I'll make sure that we get all of your socials on the on, on the description of this episode when we drop it. So anybody wants to look that up, all that info will be right there for them. But as I was saying, uh, this has been another episode of Let's Talk About It um, from For the Pop. Uh, see Wally, thanks for joining us. Hank, it's always a blast to chill with you, brother. Always, so signing out, I'm the incidental nerd. 
That's OG Hank 312. That has been Cocaine Wallace. And until next time, <laughs> toodles. Thank you.